Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. If I sing along with it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What? Even, even the slightest sound. Like, like 10 some, seconds? Yeah, like sometimes people who like film in gyms and stuff. Yeah. Like if the music is playing in the background, you get copyrighted for that. Yeah, you, but you can't even make money off of that. Like that—that that makes no sense. It's like when we got copyrighted. Like, yeah, I, I by still the way, don't understand how? Why that that video that we got copyrighted for? Like they don't own it. Apparently, it's a scam, and like so, there's a huge like co- copyright issue on YouTube. Some companies will falsely claim that they're like a label or they represent a certain artist, even though that artist might have put it out to be uh, royalty free. Mm-hmm. And they'll just claim videos. And they know that a lot of people might not go through the process of... To dispute it. To dispute it. Yeah. So they might just um, take the money from it or like... Yeah, they might strike. And if you dispute it, they'll just say, oh, no, we do own it. But then because YouTube's like copyright system is so trash, like they may not verify with that company if they actually own it. Mm -hmm. So then they might actually just give them full rights to that video and like give them revenue from it. Really? Yeah. Yo. Yeah, it's been a huge issue. You never knew about this? No, I didn't. It's been a big issue on YouTube. Like, Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Cousin Connection podcast. podcast. So we're obviously <coughs> catching up, but we're talking about this alleged scam on YouTube. Yeah, because our last video got copyrighted, even though I used literally from a copyright-free site. Yeah, that makes no sense. A beat. Like, every time we got those those emails, I'm like, Amir, we got copyrighted again. Yeah. Like, that's going to be my... That's my biggest concern. Like, the vlog is done. Yeah. But my biggest concern now is whether or not it's going to get... It's probably going to get copyrighted. I, I'm, like, 90% sure it's going to get copyrighted. You know what we should just do? What? We have the mics. We have the recording system. Let's just record our own, like... No. <laughs> all, you hear in, all you hear in the background when it's, like, comes with, like, boom, ch- <laughs> boom, ch- boom, ch- you know what though i'm here yeah with the right layering it could sound pretty sick yeah you want to do it no let's just let's just try one no okay like imagine like a cousin connection intro song and it's really just us if it it gets copyrighted then we'll replace the song with it (laughs) the reason why we brought up the copyright issue is because as you can tell for those that are watching i'm wearing my jonas brothers shirt that they gave me in vegas okay? <laughs> and i'm gonna say they gave it to me even though they didn't but they did technically indirectly eh, you know they're, they're people they're, they're people exactly they're people didn't, didn't the the security guard give it to you yeah okay so you know what to recap that scenario yeah. what actually happened was they the jonas brothers prepared hoodies and baseball caps mm-hmm. and i was like yeah whatever that's cute and then remember i told you i met elise myers from tiktok you didn't i showed you her and you're like yeah i think i know who she is okay she's a really big tiktoker yeah. a story a story time teller yeah uh, anyways her and her husband were wearing these long sleeve um jonas brothers shirts and i was like where did you guys get those when we were mm-hmm. talking because we're friends now i'm just kidding we're not okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyways i was like where'd you guys get your shirts they're really cool um and they said oh yeah like we lost our luggage so mm-hmm. when we told the jonas brothers they had these ones 
but I think they're for sale. Yeah. And then they offered to give me the shirts on their back. I was like, literally, no. <laughs> keep them. Are they Canadian as well? No, but they they give off Canadian mm, vibes, you know? Mm, like nice heritage, people vibes. Heritage, yeah, heritage, heritage. Possibly. Yeah, so. <laughs> so then they told us where they got it from. Yeah. So when we went to go collect our hoodies and um, baseball caps, mm-hmm. we were talking to the guy and he was like, oh, like, where did you guys come from? And so I was like, yeah, I actually flew in from Toronto. He was like, what? Mm-hmm. You flew in from Canada? And I was yeah. like, Yeah. And so he was like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, do you have any like and I really like I was prepared to purchase it. I didn't know how much it was mm-hmm. until he said it was like 45 US. But then I did the math. I'm like, US? that's about like a hundred dollars Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> well, now today. Yeah. But like, yeah. at that time, it was like maybe 60, 65. Mm-hmm. So then I looked at your sister and I was like, I know I love them, but like sixty five dollars for a long sleeve shirt. Mm-hmm. So then he was like don't say anything just wait here and we were like okay yeah so we stood there and we were just like what is he about to do and he left for like five whole minutes which like doesn't seem like a long time Mm -hmm. but when you're waiting five minutes feels like forever yeah where'd he go like just to a back room yeah so he was like behind a counter yeah he was Mm. behind a counter and then he just like went into the back room and never came back and then he walks out again and he like has them like to his side Mm -hmm. and then just like gives us two long sleeve shirts and he's like take them for free like you guys are really nice it was so nice to meet you and yeah. you were like oh my god thank you so much like, <laughs> you saved me 60 dollars um and so to get to my point mm-hmm. i saw my friends again the jonas brothers yesterday <laughs> <laughs> so they had a concert in toronto and honestly like we bought these tickets so long ago i went with some of my friends i went with jordana so jord if you're listening to this hi <laughs> um and my cousins and stuff but yeah so we when we bought these tickets, it was when their tour was first announced. Mm-hmm. And at the time, like we thought that the tickets were going to sell out quickly. So we bought the tickets like as they were being released. Right. Yeah. Like um, we got a code for it and everything. <laughs> and what I don't do you know mean if a you... code for it? Um, so nowadays, like when when artists are doing these, like when they're when they're releasing their concert tickets, they have like pre-sale codes for like super fans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have to like sign up ahead of time. Yeah. In order to get first access, because you know, people have been deprived from concerts the last couple years, mm-hmm. obviously. So the demand is really high. Yeah. And I think the Jonas Brothers thought that was going to be the case for them. Yeah. So they booked out the Rogers Center. And that's that stadium's huge. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't sell the Rogers Stadium? But you know what, though? You know yeah. what? So here's the thing. At least did they get close? Well, when we went yesterday, yeah. I was very surprised at how full it actually was. And the how many reason, How many shows did they have in Toronto? Just one. Oh, just one? Okay. So... What ended up happening, and I've mm-hmm. been noticing this actually for a lot of different concerts, like um, from what I've been seeing on TikTok, because I don't go to concerts like that. But like yeah. from what I've seen, artists will like jack up the prices when they first announce the concert, mm-hmm. like Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Drake, whatever, whoever. Do they right? have control over the prices? I, f- I thought that was always like uh, Ticketmaster Ticket or like whoever's selling them. Um, I think it's both. Mm-hmm. I think they have a certain set price, but then these third-party ticket providers probably need to make some money, right? Yeah. So um yeah for them like we got we were in the 100 section mm-hmm. and our tickets were like 200 dollars. 200 yeah and i was like for jonah's brothers like, yeah okay fine whatever like i'll i'll do it yeah um and then like literally the day before yesterday it was the thursday i just looked up the seats right because mm-hmm. i'm like i wonder if we could just upgrade like if it's that empty yeah it was like more than half empty like tickets were not selling you know what it is uh i think it's because like the audience for Jonas Brothers is around our age, 
And yeah. a lot of the people around our age are struggling right now <laughs> to like make ends meet to begin yeah. with. So yeah, like yeah. no one's thinking of getting tickets. But people like um, Taylor Swift or like uh, what's his name, uh, Drake. Drake, like they their audience like hasn't. Of course, their audience has aged, but they also continue to have a younger audience because they're like still coming out with new music that's relevant today. So like I feel like and because of the openers that they have and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they um, are able to like at least bring in that younger audience that has more disposable, not disposable Disposable. income, right? Mm. Especially Taylor Swift, which is why she has like what three? How many shows does she have in the Rogers Center? She's going to have like five or five five, or six. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But, like, I would agree with you, but when I, like, when I was there, mm-hmm. it was actually a pretty good mix. Like, I saw, like, older people, like, yeah. like that looked like they were grandparents. Yeah. And then I saw, you know, a lot of people that were in their, like, mid to late 30s. Yeah. And then I saw some people in their 20s. I didn't really see kids yesterday. Well, yeah, because, like, I'm telling you, their audience. Yeah. And, and those 20-year-olds you saw are probably, like, because their older brother, I mean, older yeah. sister or maybe brother you never know yeah. was into them too there were a lot of guys i was very they were probably chaperones okay no no, no. i was like okay. these guys were probably chaperones out there no but you know how they have like the camera on the audience and yeah stuff? like these guys were singing along i was like oh okay you guys are friends you know they were probably singing along with a little you know? no you know what though <laughs> and i'm gonna call him out because i know he's listening yeah yeah i seen the fan of the jonas brothers too no he is yes he is because when we came <laughs> when we came back i think yeah. it was the day that we were about to fly out he like he let us pl- like he didn't let us but like we were playing Jonas mm-hmm. Brothers on the thing and he was fully singing along. So. Okay, okay, wait, wait. First song, there's a difference. You can know the songs just because they were drilled into our heads when we were younger. Like I know, I don't know like the you know lyrics. like SOS. Which one's SOS? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this is an SOS. Oh yeah, exactly. Like I know the um the main what do you call it the, the popular songs not the, the po- like the like the singles but they're like chorus. Yeah. But I don't know, like the lyrics, right? Yeah. So, like, you just because we're around it, we hear it more, so we're we're used to that. No, but I think he that, actively used to. Li- I don't know. Yasin, yeah, correct us if we're wrong. Don't like, call him out like that, because <laughs> <laughs> I know he's gonna listen to this. He's gonna be like, "Damn, Sada put me on blast." <laughs> Do people even know who we're referencing as Yasin? Should we keep that? Should we? Keep that? <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, but yeah, like, so. Like Thursday, because the show was on Saturday, right? So mm-hmm. Thursday, like my friend and I were looking up the seats and we're like, should we just mm-hmm. upgrade to like floor seats? Yeah. And the floor seats weren't even that expensive. Like before they were like in the five, six hundred. So we were like, hell mm-hmm. no, we're not doing that. Yeah. But now like you can get them for like 100, 120, 150 mm-hmm. for floor seats. And if you go early enough, you could be at the front. Yeah. You know what I, you know what it also could be? What? I feel like nowadays word of mouth kind of makes it, I mean, it, it gets around on places like TikTok. Yeah, it does. Because, like, no one was really looking for the Drake concert. Like, they were looking, but, like, it didn't get big, I yeah. feel like, until people started seeing clips on yep. TikTok. And what he was doing. Exactly. Like, like, I didn't know that he was doing all of that, right? Did you That's see he's he... giving away Birkin bags, apparently? Oh, yeah. That was the thing. And some people, I literally, people were searching for who got it. Oh. And and you know how like on TikTok it'll show like the comment not the comment but like the search thing at the top for yeah. what people are searching yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I clicked on that and there's like five or like a hundred people actually who were like, oh, I'm that girl who got the Birkin Did they bag. show it? No, no, no. But they're like capping, right? Like oh. they'll say that, but then mm. it'll just be like an uh, irrelevant video or there'll be oh. them talking about it. And then 
um what was it and then i saw like the one of the top ones with a girl who was like she's a i guess a purse expert or like one of those people and she's like breaking down exactly what it is and how much it's worth and all that stuff why is that even like yo people will post anything for clout hey, but that was her thing right so i feel like I it was kind of relevant in that case that's fine. um but yeah he was giving out that and then i think taylor swift just in general like she was because of all of her younger fans they're already posting to tiktok anyways so that's yeah. how that gets around yeah, um, yeah for sure and and what, what oh beyonce like people were seeing how crazy Beyonce's concerts were, you know, so they're getting into it because of that, or like they were they wanted to be part of that. A trend that I've noticed is that mm-hmm. people will wait until the day of the concert to purchase the tickets. Really? Yeah, like it's a thing now. They'll be, they're willing to pay that much that much extra. The prices drop the day of the concert. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a thing. So like now, I feel like what's gonna happen is mm-hmm. unless it's Taylor Swift, I feel like, but even with her, like there's still a lot of tickets yeah. available, but. For other big name artists, like mm-hmm. people are probably not gonna rush to buy it when they're first released because they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. Like we in a recession, y'all. It but hurt that my was, heart. but I, I believe that thing. The reason I mentioned Ticketmaster earlier is because that was actually an issue with Ticketmaster. It was yeah, where they would immediately jack up the prices. Yeah, like artificially. So they would say that they were sold, but really they're they're just saying that they're reselling the tickets. But really, it's them selling them and just jacking up the prices by like five, six times. Is that legal? Uh, It probably isn't, but they're getting away with it because they have a monopoly on the on the market, right? What about like SeatGeek and? Uh, Well, SeatGeek is a resale price site, right? But Ticketmaster owns the stadiums. So that's why they're able to control, have so much control over the prices. That's that's why I think even Taylor Swift initially had that whole fight with them, exactly, right? Because they were jacking up the prices. They were making it like for what turned out what was like a three hundred dollar or two hundred dollar ticket turned out to be like three thousand dollars. That's and the crazy thing is like some people are actually willing Mm -hmm. to spend that much money. Yeah, but yeah, so like this trend that I've noticed is like people will wait until the day of the concert Mm -hmm. and they'll buy it like right before the show starts yeah but that also becomes an issue because a lot of people get scammed that way yeah where they feel like they're buying a legit ticket yeah yeah and then like last second they realize like oh they already went inside and they like passed off the ticket somehow or something like that yeah or, I saw that. or they just didn't have a real ticket to begin with i saw that um it was like a random tiktok mm-hmm. at an adele concert in the vegas residency that yeah. she has and like these two people bought tickets one of them got scammed Mm -hmm. so one of them was at the front Mm -hmm. and then the friend was like near the back so like the you know i I don't know if you've seen the videos of adele's concert but she has a lot of dialogue with her audience oh okay okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so she was like oh like you're here by yourself she's Mm -hmm. like no my friend bought a ticket but she's scammed and she's like up there and she's like (gasps) where's your friend let's bring her down and she brought her friend to the front no way yeah but yeah that's that seems like a very adele thing to do because she has a show i think like literally every day or something like that i don't know how residencies work i'm pretty sure in my brain or my idea of a residency is that you have a show basically every day or maybe every other day i guess you have to kind of rest your voice a little bit so probably not every day yeah so um maybe it's like every other day or like every weekend or mm-hmm. something like that i'm not really sure it's weird that like now we're having relevant not relevant art, but like yeah relevant artists or like people that we grew up on or yeah. hearing are now getting residencies in vegas when like we used to like whenever you thought of residency you always thought of like that older like frank sinatra <laughs> i don't know why i thought frank sinatra but like one of those like older Cher, singers Madonna, yeah exactly like those types of yeah but now Even these Usher. are like yeah exactly he has residency one. which is why he became so popular recently online 
because like he started residency and all these celebrities started going to see him there yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly but um yeah so like save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, when I went to mm-hmm. the Jonas Brothers concert in Vegas, I think like that whole experience, like oh, I was very much like it felt like an outer out of body experience like because i was so starstruck the whole time like i just couldn't believe that this the, the was the first real. time you said yeah like oh yeah like a couple months ago yeah like earlier this year yeah i think the entire time like i was just in shock that when i was even in vegas mm-hmm. like it, it was just so like it Thanks happened people. so fast no i know no no i know yeah and i know i understand that but it's more like I was FaceTiming Gizman on Tuesday mm-hmm. and then we were together on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Like it was so wild to me that this was all happening. Yeah. That like I was taking it in, but I wasn't really taking it yeah. in. Yeah. So the, and, and I was like filming it, like I was recording everything. So I'm like, I yeah. need to watch this back and remember that it happened. Mm-hmm. So yesterday when we went, like, so the, there, I think it's like a thing now mm-hmm. where these artists are doing like eras tour, which is actually a term coined from Taylor Swift, like she's doing yeah. all of the different albums or eras. They see what Drake, Drake is doing as well right Drake now. Drake is doing yeah. it. The Jonas Brothers are doing mm-hmm. five of their albums in yeah. one night. It's a long show, by the way. Is they, it? Yeah, they have an intermission for like a good 20, 30 minutes. Really? But yeah, it's like three hours. Damn, okay. Yeah, three-hour yeah. show. So, um, like, they basically went through their discography. Is mm-hmm. that a word? Disco- yeah. Yeah. So they went through like all the albums mm-hmm. and like, teenage me was like living literally living because (laughs) i didn't realize how like i mean i knew how big of a fan Mm -hmm. i was but i was like and i had my cousins next to me who are like they're fans but they're not like super fans you know so they knew like they're like you they recognize the Mm -hmm. singles and they kind of know the choruses yeah but like the the niche tracks, like the little the other tracks on the album Mm -hmm. that are not the b-sides the Mm b-sides that's what it is (laughs) I was like, so me and Jord, like, Jordana is also like a super fan, like yeah. me. So you call her Jord. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so that's her nickname. Yeah, but we were like screaming this the song. Yeah, and then I like I wish someone had a camera on us to mm-hmm. just show the contrast between like me and Jordana and then my other two cousins yeah. here because they're just like, you know, just like. Mm-hmm. vibing like yeah this is a nice vibe yeah <laughs> recording the audience i'm like record the guys yeah um but yeah it was pretty funny and um wait is it, but but like tell me how quiet it got when like the newer album was no like, oh no People, even the newer one yeah so like the very very new one that just dropped when i went like in feb whenever i went yeah. may or whenever it dropped like people knew that one. There was the album right before that. Mm-hmm. I think I knew like two songs. Mm. And there, there are TikToks coming out now. Yeah, where people that went to the Toronto show, they're like, I didn't realize how many songs I didn't know. Yeah. So like the first hour and a half, they played the first three albums. Mm-hmm. Everyone or first four, I would say. Yeah. Everyone knew those ones. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was like you know SOS, like all those. Yeah, but they didn't really have hits after that, right? So. Th- no, they did. Did they? Yeah, yeah they did. Must have been on country Cause it, hits because I don't know. Country? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I never <laughs> they, heard that. They're like pop rock, I guess. But then again, I don't really listen to the radio like that anymore. So. You know what it was? Mm-hmm. 
so when they launched when they released the Jonas Brothers album, I believe they were like like they were collabing with Hannah Montana. They mm-hmm. just started filming Camp Rock. So Camp the success of Camp Rock like yeah. helped carry the success onto their own personal album. Yeah. And then that worked for like the first like four albums. Mm-hmm. And then they broke up. <laughs> oh, did they like officially they're brothers? Yeah, yeah, How yeah. can they break up? Because they just creative differences. Yeah. And then they went and then they did like they officially broke up. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah, they just went on hiatus or something. No, no, no. They actually broke okay, up. Yeah. Like there was no plans of getting back together. Yeah. So the boys launched their own like, like their solo own careers. Solo careers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Nick had his, Joe had his, and then yeah. Kevin was I think doing like uh, investments into like tech spaces and yeah. stuff. And then um when they got back together, they released their like next album. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I was like, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still getting back into the swing of things. Yeah, but this yeah. newer album, I feel mm-hmm. like, is more, like, mature and, like, their sound. I guess yeah. they're trying to find their sound. So more people knew that one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was very interesting. You know, I, when you talked about um, the phone thing. Because, like, I don't know if you know this, but for, like, uh, um, comedic comedic shows. Yeah. Oh, I think, actually, maybe you were with... Did you come to the Trevor Noah show with me? Yeah. The 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 um, rogers center roger center right yeah. yeah so remember how they took our phones and they put them in those oh, bags yeah no was, that was for hassan minaj was it yeah not trevor oh, Noah. okay okay for hassan minaj so, so his show mm-hmm. when they put it inside there like do you think that would be a good idea for concerts i don't think it's fair to do it for concerts only mm-hmm. because they're charging so much for the tickets yeah people are recording because they want to remember that experience right yeah um so I don't think it's fair. I think if they had like a set price, like mm-hmm. every ticket, like if you're doing on the floor is 150 yeah. stands are all 50 bucks or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. then you can lock up phones because everyone's paying like a decently fair price. Yeah. But if people are paying like $3,000 here Actually, and $500 here, like that's not fair to lock up someone's phone. Yeah. And I was just thinking about it. The reason comedians do it. They're filming is a special. Be- it's not only because they're filming a special. It's because comedic jokes are like special. They're more like, like once you hear it, it yeah. kind of ruins it for everybody else, right? Or it ruins yeah. it for you. So if you want to go and see them live and you already heard it, you're like, I already heard this. I want something new. But for mm. like music and all that stuff, like you can hear it multiple times and you'll and you'll still like enjoy get it. the same enjoyment from yeah. it. You guys know as you're listening to this, I actually Amir and I both reference TikTok a lot. Like mm-hmm. we, I, I don't want to say it's our primary news source, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's our primary entertainment source. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's mostly like just cats and <laughs> yeah, cats and like comedic skit videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or gym videos sometimes. Yeah. But I don't get those as much anymore. I feel like, and we just spoke about this last night with, mm-hmm. with the girls and like even before this, like my mom, mm-hmm. anyone who knows me in real life, I feel like I am the ideal candidate for consumerism. <laughs> what? Marketing, like oh. I... I, I feel like I fall for everything. Yeah. Like anytime there's a vi- like I am so influenced mm-hmm. that it's like and I'm, I'm now coming to terms with it. You're the you're the ideal influenced person. <laughs> yeah, like when when a consumer, marketing yeah, execs, a consumer, yeah. Yeah, when marketing execs are in the room like mm-hmm. who is their ideal candidate? It's me. Mm-hmm. It is literally me. You know what's funny about that? I was literally having a conversation with someone recently where they're yeah. like like you know you should probably like hide more of your information like don't why are you giving away so much of your information i'm like uh, let them have all my information so they can like sell me the 
things I actually need in my life, right? <laughs> but that's the thing, like, and especially with the way that the algorithm works, mm-hmm. and we know TikTok listens to us already. Like, yeah. we already know this. But they really listen, and they mm-hmm. send me relevant content mm-hmm. all the time. And guess who gets influenced? Me. You. <laughs> so yesterday, after the concert, we went to go eat because mm-hmm. you know how it is when you're downtown and you're trying to leave downtown yeah. right after like a big show of any sorts. Yeah, it's a nightmare. So we're like, let's just eat, let the traffic I'm die surprised, down. I'm surprised you guys didn't leave before they finished the concert. That's <gasps> what you should always do. Why? They usually play their best Whenever, song at the end. Do they? No. Well, like, 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 um, you can hear the first chord. What people do, what I've heard, like, is a good strategy is yeah. when they start playing that last encore song, whatever. Yeah. When they, when you hear the first chorus, you get, you satisfied or whatever, start making your way out. See, that would make sense. But yeah. we were also in the middle of the row. And it's very, so, like, yeah. annoying because we, we did go out, like, yeah. during the intermission. And it's annoying because, like, there was an older couple at the very end, mm-hmm. right? So every time we wanted to leave, they would have to get up and get out of their seats. Yeah, you know, Other people would just stand up, but they were like, yeah. no, it's okay, we'll get out. But, um, uh, yeah, so we went to go eat. And mm-hmm. while we were eating, we were, like, we were talking about, I don't even know what. But I was like, oh, you know what would be really good for that? You should try X, Y, Z. Like, said, I suggested something. and all Like a product? Three, yeah, and okay. all three of the girls were like, no. Like, you've literally told, like, anything that we talk about, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know what you should try? Like, you literally try everything. And I'm like, you know what? I try things because it's not, a celebrity can't sell me anything. Mm-hmm. It's real life people. Yeah, <laughs> I fall for it because why, like, and I understand how influencer marketing works, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you, they get paid to promote a product and they get paid because it, like, they can influence mm-hmm. someone. Like, I feel like, I should I should mark I should profit well, like, off this, high key because I try everything anyways. Well, like that's a, that's why um what do they call it again? Like micro influencers and yeah. there's a there's an actual job now for people who aren't influencers yeah. but make content for oh UGC products UGC yeah, yeah. user generated content yep 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 like that stuff you don't have to be an influencer you literally just have to set up a camera you have to know how to like sell a product or not you don't even have to know you have to like yeah, you have to have product. some idea of how to market a product yeah you make the content for them and then they put it out themselves yeah because when they see like you mentioned when they see someone more closer to the ground than like someone they can more relate to Mm -hmm. they're more likely to listen to what they have to say right yeah and i just feel like for me like and i I won't just watch one video like Mm -hmm. usually what happens is i'll get i'll get a video on my for you page Mm -hmm. And then if it sparks my interest, then I go into a deep dive of like researching and watching other people yeah. post about it and talk about it and their experience. And once I feel like <clears throat> once I feel like I've done enough research, mm-hmm. if I'm truly still convinced, then I'll You'll I'll still get it. get it. Yeah. Just don't get it on Timu. Yeah, I know I've heard about that. You heard about you saw yeah. that too, right? I feel like Timu is only successful because of the class action or the Rico charges against um Shein. Really? Yeah, I feel like that's... Is Timu and Shein the same thing? Like similar I thought Shein was clothing. Timu is like uh, another version of um uh Amazon? Amazon. But like Chinese version? Well what about Alibaba or AliExpress? Those ones are a little bit more reliable. Those are those are more they reliable. Are, yeah. Yeah. But why did, like, how did Timu just all of a sudden... Because of what we're talking about. Because of being influenced. People buying it, advertisements, all that stuff mm. coming out. And apparently recently, um, they've been, allegedly, they've been actually selling the uh, credit card or, like, user data or user information. I saw. <laughs> and, like, people are getting scammed. Like, mm. they'll order a product and two weeks later, their card will be 
um like maxed out um charged like for some like random charges and they find out that someone got their information yeah and like it's multiple people who are heard this happening too because right after they order from timu allegedly i saw that (laughs) on tiktok yeah um but yeah no i just i had to make that point like Mm -hmm. i am so influenced and i try to influence my friends Sometimes they listen to me. Sometimes they don't. That's how they get you. You know, they they get they first get you mm-hmm. to buy into the product, and then you go out and start selling it to other people. Shoot, I should yeah. probably start. Look into UGCs. Honestly, I'll, you could probably I'm about to, listen, guys. If mm-hmm. we start promoting stuff, just know that it's actually genuine. Okay, we don't chase the bag here. Yeah, we like if we ever promote something, it's because we actually genuinely believe in it. Mm-hmm. Which side note, Vessi sponsored us. I will say. <laughs> These beautiful headphones. Did you guys notice? We finally have matching headphones. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we can actually hear each other super clearly now. Yeah, like I could hear you like swallow your spit. (laughs) No, I just... (laughs) Not you literally doing it too. (laughs) I tried to do it like to make you hear it. (laughs) You're supposed to like... Oh, that's gross. Did you hear that? I'm not doing that. I'm I'm cutting that all out. (laughs) Why? Can I talk about nerdy stuff? Of course you can. So did you see what's going on with AI? Like I know we've like mentioned ai initially i don't know if i even gotten this far about it i can't remember if i spoke about it but like there's been like ai has been getting exponentially better to the point where as we predicted yeah but like it's i don't think people realize how crazy like did you notice how when we talked about ai like it was still something new to you and to everyone and then like everybody just started using it and now it's literally everything mm-hmm. it's, it's integrated in, into almost everything we use now yeah like a lot of the videos i get when it comes to editing yeah are related to like ai processes that can be done now but there was a video i recently got where they showed how it can be exploited you can you can use ai to like exploit um people's like uh security so like let's say let's say like you have a um some code from like a device and you want to like find out how how many security flaws it has in the code you can literally ask ai be like i have this code here can you please write me um write me a set of code to exploit whatever um no, can you write me a set of code that can exploit some part of this security device and let me access it? <gasps> yeah, and then it will automatically just do that within 10 seconds. It'll give you a line of code. You can throw that in there, make some software out of it, and you, you can exploit it. And you can do the same thing for, like, Wi-Fi. So if you're walking next to someone, you say, like, write me some code to access this person's Wi-Fi. <gasps> and it'll be able to enter it. Yeah. So AI is taking it to a next level. And I don't know if you heard this story recently where... Um, you know how there's like people start playing out around with voice AI and like they were recreating like Trump's voice at one point and Obama and like all these celebrities. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, you know, it was cute at that point, right? But now what some companies or what some people can do to exploit that is let's say they call you up. You think it's like a scammer or not a scammer, but like a a wrong number. Mm. So the person will call you and and you'll be like, oh, sorry, this is the wrong number, blah, blah, blah. They get a few words out of you. Maybe they get you on the line for like five, ten seconds. What they can do now is take the audio from those five or ten seconds and they can recreate your voice through AI. And then they can uh, use that to, uh, let's say they call. So this this is a real story. Let's say they call your mom. And they say, hey, we have your daughter for hostage right now. 
And then they say, here, we put it on the phone and they take that AI voice and they write out whatever they want it to say. And they'll say that. And it sounds like their daughter. It sounds like she's in distress. They, she sounds scared. And then they say, but like, if you don't give us $200,000, we're going to, you know, kill her or whatever. And this is a real story. This is something that actually happened. I think I saw that story. I yeah. just have to say, this is my golden rule. If you get a call from a number you don't recognize, don't say hello. If you answer, just stay mm-hmm. silent. Wait for them to say hello first. Yeah. I always, nowadays, I don't answer any calls yeah, to I begin don't. with. Neither do I. So, but if I did, usually I just wait and yeah. I listen and I w- and usually like the, either that robot will come on speaking like Chinese or something, <laughs> yeah. or it'll be like some guy trying to sell me like, um, air duct air duct cleaning <laughs> which i think we've all had the same experience but now those air duct companies might be taking your voice and using that against you to exploit like yeah but my thing is these criminals if you are thinking that outside of the box mm-hmm. well they're criminals right why don't you just go do something legal go go get a job because it's easier like think about that in that just by doing that, they can probably have a turnaround of thousands of dollars within a day. But have you seen those videos mm-hmm. where the scammers get scammed? Have yeah, you seen like those where they scam them? they go like they get the call center in India. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or they make money off scammers. The scammers get scammed and they make their money back. Oh, I never saw that one. Yeah, I'll find it. I'll show. How it do they? You. How do they get the scammers? Because usually you have to like get them to like pay into oh, something well this guy was like very mm-hmm. determined like he was there pissed. are there is a whole side of youtube now mm-hmm. where it's just purely exploiting scammers or not exploiting them but like either catching them or pranking them or like you said getting them back and actually like flipping the tables on them basically and getting money out of them you know what may solve this problem what and this is a controversial topic what i forgot the acronym for it but the universal money thing universal currency universal currency or not universal currency sorry um what like the thing where they they the government gives everyone a standard oh universal basic income that's what it is (laughs) um yeah but like the thing the the thing about any new process is that someone's gonna find a way to exploit it and the government usually is not the best at managing things like that especially if it's like i think the closest we got to it was serb serb which was during uh covid covid yeah but the thing is about universal income is that like if that was to be rolled out Mm -hmm. let's let's say like let's just talk about it on like in canada for Mm -hmm. example like we'll leave the rest of the world for now yeah does that mean because if everyone has a universal based income Mm mm-hmm does that mean that people are still expected to work their jobs? Because whether they work or not, yeah. everyone has the same. Yeah, income like you anyways. can still work your jobs, but I believe you still you get like a, a certain amount of money. But the issue with that is that the cost of living in like Edmonton is yeah. so much more different than the cost yeah. of living in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, and you'll start to have people being like, "Hey, why are the people in Toronto getting double more. what I'm getting?" here in edmonton right and then you might have an issue where if you do have a discrepancy in how much people are getting you'll have a bunch of people from edmonton moving to toronto to be able to get that money right but like it, it would be relative to where you live right mm-hmm. like if it costs you you know 500 dollars a month to mm-hmm. live comfortably and all of your needs are satisfied yeah and then you have some extra income as well mm-hmm. in edmonton versus two thousand dollars in canada like and this is obviously wishful thinking but yeah. i'm just saying like you see the difference yeah. Like, why would you want to leave? Like, what you're like the five hundred dollars could you know you live comfortably for a month in mm-hmm. Edmonton, 
you, and it takes two thousand dollars in cat in Toronto to live comfortably. Like, why would you want to? It's essentially. I know it's not the same exact amount, yeah. five hundred versus two thousand, but well, in like, your respective um, cities, it's still like relatively the same. Well, it's not only like being able to live; it's like uh, lifestyle. Would you want to survive? Would you want to stay in Edmonton, even though you like you're getting about the same relatively, like to how much it costs to live there? Like you're also dealing with longer winters in Edmonton. You're dealing yeah. with like less um, activities. Well, like it dip. If people prefer to live in a large, big city with a lot of people versus Edmonton, where it's more like widespread and very quiet. Yeah, but it could also be like the universal income could be like everybody gets mm-hmm. X amount of dollars a year. Mm-hmm. It's a livable income, but if you wanted to work, then you get extra on top of that. But livable income is different for everyone, hmm? right? No, I know. Yeah. But I'm saying like if you wanted to make more, you could mm-hmm. work and then you make more that way. Yeah, I think it would only make sense once you fix all the other issues that make the cost of living so uh, crazy, especially in Toronto. Like the reason Toronto is like so trash for cost of living is that like um, the housing market is like so out of whack. Like there's not enough houses for all the people. So it's like supply and demand is so out of whack that mm-hmm. it's causing it's because supply is so low the demand and the demand is so high it's yeah. causing the prices to skyrocket right and uh i keep getting tiktoks now or like videos not even tiktoks even videos on like youtube where people are like hey if you think the prices are going down or they might go down they're never going to go down like they're either going to be where they're at right now and maybe plateau a bit or they're just going to keep going up and there's going to be a large discrepancy between the uh, classes. Like, there's no more middle class in Canada anymore. In, in in the world, essentially. Like, we're kind of leading towards what you're seeing in, like, um, uh, more poverty-stricken countries. You know what I'm saying? Why are you, why are you giving the thousand-yard thousand stare <laughs> while I'm saying that? Did your life just flash before your eyes? <laughs> can you tell we clearly talk about this topic mm-hmm. in almost every episode one yeah. of these days you're gonna see an episode that says we're leaving canada mm-hmm. i think we didn't we make we literally made a, a title of an episode called we're leaving toronto yeah mm-hmm. all i'm saying is is that like well, don't be surprised if we leave because the uh, connection toronto? goes international yeah no but um <laughs> um it's it's not only the housing it's also like the healthcare system is like starting to get worse. <sighs> the healthcare system has been bad though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but been like bad. after COVID kind of uh, took, made it take like 10, 15 steps back essentially. Yeah. And we're still trying to recover from that. And um, now a lot of our nurses and doctors are choosing to just go abroad instead of staying, in the, which is kind of weird because like that was an issue where people, uh, where what what do they call it when there's like, people professionals leaving a country um because like the resources and the in the economic climate is so trash or like so like horrible in that country like it's happened it happens in a lot of third world countries where like a lot of their doctors a lot of their lawyer lawyers or any uh like businessmen and any professionals they end up just leaving or scientists sorry they end up leaving because there's a term for it yeah i didn't know that um Maybe I'll like put it up or something. People, whoever's listening to this probably is like screaming, being like, ah, uh, shoot. It. Brain drain? No. 
Oh. Brain drain? Oh, shoot. <laughs> what? It was there, so human capital flight? You know what? We'll find it. We'll find it later. It's all good. Yeah. Well, what were, what were we talking about initially? We were talking about AI. We were talking about AI and how like people can be framed. Oh, yeah. So just to get back to what we were talking about, about we're talking about AI, um, I feel like AI will start to be used to like replace a lot of those professional jobs or like a lot of those gaps that we're currently having in our system. So like uh, AI might be used in the healthcare system or like it'll be used. It's already being used a lot more in business, like people who used to make certain um, uh, financial decisions, like investing and all that. Yeah. Like companies are relying more on AI to do that because they can go through all that information a lot more faster than a person can. Right. So why hire a person where you can get it done for almost free? by a computer so a lot of those re- those jobs are being lost and and um people say like you know there's there's not really a loss of jobs it's just like a shift of jobs so like those people who are losing jobs may have opportunity in other places but i don't know if i see that with ai which is why that video i was talking about where they're t- where they were explaining how it can be um exploited yeah was actually um a not ted talk but like a ted talk kind of setup. Mm-hmm for uh, a team of previous like uh, programmers and software engineers that are blowing the whistle or like uh, sounding the alarm on AI and like showing what the dangers of AI really is and how yeah. it can be exploited. Yeah, but also like the, um, was it the founder of um, mm-hmm. OpenAI, I believe? Yeah, I mentioned that last time where he went yeah. to Congress and spoke about it. But I, I think he was probably one of the people part of that team. But the guy who was in that video was on Joe Rogan like like a year or two ago speaking about the uh, dangers, dangers of AI. And mm-hmm. a lot of the things that he was warning against are happening now. Well, he's going to be like, I told you so. Mm-hmm. Basically, the only way that you could really be safe nowadays is just be off the grid. Yeah, let's just move off the grid then. Yeah, have a yeah. flip phone. Don't we'll, even we'll have a We'll go down to Tim Hortons every week to put up the podcast. <laughs> And just leave again. <laughs> we're not going to have any social media. Yeah. We're not going to have any topics to talk about either, though. We're going to talk about, you know, <laughs> so we, we got that deer in the back, you know. <laughs> I had a real struggle, you know, just stripping them the other day, trying to get them that 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 coat off so I can get to the meat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not about Literally, why? you know what? We're going to take a break real quick. Why? Where are we at? Oh, shoot. Yeah, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll recuperate and we will be back. We don't have time left to regret. Hold on. That's not how it goes, Amir. <laughs> Global warming actually might be a real thing. We've been ignoring it this whole time. What's her name? Greta something? Greta. Well, we haven't been ignoring it. It's oh, just like yeah. the governments haven't been doing anything. They have been doing things, like quote unquote, things to like. Uh, they have been putting actions, quote unquote, actions into place, but like it's nothing. Like I think recently I saw a a, um, a post where they're like, "Yeah, this whole carbon tax the government put in is like so trash because like they they implemented it for everyone. So like sometimes you get a weird like carbon tax thing. Yeah. But, like where is this money going to? And uh, a lot of people are like, "Yeah, I think this is just a way for the government to squeeze more money out of people because yeah, now everybody's so." strained on costs they're like every little tax every little thing that costs them more money they like look more into it now before people people are like ah whatever but now they're like actually like okay there's all these wildfires still going on all these hurricanes everything's the the world is going 
bonkers bonkers basically have you seen when you book a flight mm-hmm. all the little little taxes that they charge you now no i never even noticed yeah no when you okay so like a flight could be a thousand dollars and then when you finally check out with tax it's like one uh, sorry 1500 and you're like i know tax mm-hmm. is only 13 percent. that's that carbon tax man so then you see all these little tiny like mm-hmm. this fee this fee this i'm like what are these fees that mm-hmm. i'm paying for i don't even know yeah no they're that's scammers. that's where it's coming like that's the issue right now right that we've been they've been implementing all these quote-unquote implementing all of these actions to mitigate global warming it ain't but doing shit it's not doing anything and mm-hmm. now like we're seeing the byproduct of it but mm-hmm. you know i noticed that they were doing this like this incentive to purchase electronic vehicles mm-hmm. electric vehicles by like you know giving them grants or whatever mm-hmm. extra money making them cheaper of some yeah, sort. which actually i, 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 was, having, I was having like a, a talk with someone about this recently but like electrical vehicles aren't that much more better for the environment because mm-hmm. you have to think about the the batteries that these vehicles need like they're still batteries are still like producing them and the stuff that they contain are stu- are still super um, toxic to the toxic to the environment. Because what happens yeah. when these batteries die? Like they just like have to dispose of them, right? Are they recyclable? They're not. Like at least the stuff within them are not, right? You're dealing with like lithium batteries here. Um, and then the like the resources needed to make the vehicle to begin with, they still need to take from the earth. So it's not it's not a sustainable. Um, field not not sustainable but like it's not like you're doing much better for the environment the only thing that you might be doing better on is the whole gas thing right like you're not burning fossil fuel gases yeah but at the same time you're also using electricity to uh um, to charge the to cars. charge the car yeah, and unless yeah. your house runs on solar panels or you're getting it from a reusable source like solar or wind or water or something you're still taking energy from the plant from the grid which is burning which which is getting energy from fossil fuel plants or i mean uh, coal burning plants plants Mm. that are still ruining the environment so like even when you're trying to make 22 yeah even when you're trying to make a more um eco-friendly decision yeah all the things that it comes with ends up making it almost like break even I mean, maybe the government should consider making like solar panels more of a regular thing, right? Like, yeah, like uh, I was watching a video recently of MKBHD. I've mentioned him a few times. Yeah, well, him, he actually changed all the panels on top of his house to solar panels. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I was gonna Google him, and he was able to actually. He's in New Jersey, so it's more of like a similar um, case to what we might have to deal with. But he was in New Jersey. And uh, he was actually able to get to a zero dollar bill by the end of the year, like where he was. And because he bought the extra batteries and everything, he was able to save energy in his household. Like because normally with uh, solar, if you don't have the batteries to store the energy, Mm -hmm. like you're only going to have energy throughout the day. And then at nighttime, you're going to have to take from the grid. But because he had batteries, it would take from the grid all day. Uh, it would take from the, the sun, sun all day and then it would save whatever extra it hasn't used into the batteries and overnight it would start using the batteries. So he said for the most part, like I think eight months out of the year, he was uh, actually at like a net positive where he still had his own energy and he was he was actually selling some of it back to the energy company. 
And, oh, that's kind of cool. I don't even yeah. know how that works, but like that's cool. Well, like in the battery, uh, I believe it has to be used after a certain time, or like if oh, once the batteries are full, like he would give the batteries to the, them. No, I mean no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Once the batteries are full, like it, you're still getting energy from the sun, right? So where does that energy go? It's gonna go to the grid. It's gonna go back to the grid, and then they're gonna be able to use that energy for their own things, right? So they're they're actually giving him money back for that. Um, but of course, in the winter. There's less sun. You have snow that covers the roof, which actually helped him. Or it was actually somewhat positive. He thought that because there would be snow on the roof, that it would uh, lead to him having no energy production or, or yeah, production for the whole winter. But what would happen is that because the solar panels would already give off some type of heat, like the snow that landed on his roof would eventually clump up into giant pieces and just slide off. So it basically cleaned off his roof for him at the same time. Um, but of course, because there's not as much sun, he was still he would still have to take off the grid a little bit. But because he was giving them energy back in the summer, it evened out to where he only had he had a zero dollar bill by the end of the year, basically. That's pretty sick. Yeah. That's really cool. So that's basically your best option, but it is an expensive one and you have to have like it's already cost enough to like live in this country like thinking of putting solar panels on a house that you can't even afford or you can't even get is a whole other thing right but if they mandated it where they or not mandated but was the government was able to like just pay for that themselves yeah then i feel like uh that might be a better option like mm -hmm. and they can't afford it because if you think about it if they stop giving away the let's say they stop uh subsidizing like the whole rent buying of uh, cars of electrical cars oh, that yeah. money that they would normally give back yeah um they might be able to use that to like purchase or not purchase but pay people for um putting solar panels on the roof which i believe they do subsidize to a level but they might be able to make it completely free but wouldn't that like you're you're picking one over the other mm -hmm. you know yeah so, like, i guess so it's... yeah but the vehicle is I feel like it would be more um, envi environmentally unfriendly over time because more uh, people on the roads. Yeah, and also like once that car gets into a crash or is totaled, yeah, like right. all of that has to be thrown out. And you know, it's not really recyclable. I, and I, I saw, I guess, like the minuscule effort of like making more bike lanes mm -hmm. and stuff. But like when you really think about it, like cities, like for example. Um, Sweden, remember mm -hmm. uh, Sweden? Sweden's not a city. Did we talk about urban planning? I, I feel like we didn't really deep dive into it, mm -hmm. but I feel like like Stockholm. Yeah, there are subway stations that are very accessible, like in mm -hmm. pretty much in the entire part of the city, mm -hmm. where it's it's actually more preferable to just take hop on the train. Yeah, and the service isn't that bad either. Like it's pretty frequent enough. Yeah, because that's a case where urban planning was taken into account. When they're yeah. building the cities out, right? Yeah. So, but unfortunately, because of like bureaucracy and like in money incentives for like making more money, a lot of these developers didn't really have much oversight from the government. So they were just building houses without any th thought taken into urban planning. And urban planning means like, have you you've heard about like the five or ten minute city, right? Where you can get around um, uh -huh. like to the, your necessities within five to ten Yeah, minutes. exactly. So that's like your ideal, uh, urban, if, I think 15 minutes is kind of... They're trying to build that right real, now. Realistic. Um, like it, uh, near Yorkdale Mall and then also in Pickering. Mm -hmm. I saw that. 
but I believe that requires the developer, whoever owns that area, to have that in mind. Yeah. But a lot of these, because of how the housing market is right, how hot the housing market is right now, people just want to build houses. They don't care. They just want to make that money. Yeah. So they're going to build like we saw in Markham and we saw in Ajax and Pickering and basically everything that surrounds the city. Yeah. They just bought, they just made lots and lots of houses yeah. and didn't put into account like where are these people going to go to school where are they gonna buy their food where are they gonna gas uh, stations gas like entertainment all those things yeah just bought house so all these people rely on cars now and a lot of them work downtown so they have to make their way in yeah so that it it really does make a difference if that's taking into account dang we should have been urban planners i feel like we we got we got the mind for it (laughs) i actually took an urban planning class in school And uh, I actually did so well in that class. Why didn't you ever, like, did you ever consider making that, like, a career or you just weren't that interested in it? I think because, like, you know, I still had that, like, immigrant mindset where, you're, like, mm. you know, doctor, engineer, um, what's the third one? Lawyer. Lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I feel like if I was more open-minded mm. and, like, I didn't feel like I had that pressure, I probably would have went into urban planning because I took that class. That's a cool job. Yeah, like and, I, I would be really interested to do but that. But I think I would probably be frustrated with the bureaucracy and all that stuff that comes into it. And then be and like You'd probably quit and then become a developer and just do it yourself. Yeah, like <laughs> go into architecture or something. <laughs> yeah. But um there are what was I gonna say? I when I did take that class actually, I did so well in that class that I got a hundred on the like final exam. Okay, subtle flex. And the teacher was like he like put me to the side and he's like, Hey, so like if you ever like have any interests into going into urban planning uh, professionally you can use me as a resource you can use me as a reference you know because i feel like you really have a passion for it so, like, <laughs> so i was like damn am i in the wrong field what is this i'm in engineering at this point <laughs> <laughs> you should have really like considered it at that point it, it's more of just like a a topic that i'm very did you ever play sims about. yeah that's probably i never enough. played i never played sim city though i i feel like i would have loved more than sims yeah because i played sims but like not that much i usually just mm. mess around on it yeah um but yeah maybe that's why i haven't made it a career because like if i really loved it i would have played a game like SimCity, but i never did so why why did i have not or maybe i was just like trying to deny it or something that's why i didn't play it yeah you might I always have that little inkling to want to play it though you might have just like you said like you had that mindset of like i have to be one of the big yeah. three you know so. yeah yeah but 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 i have i have hope in our future where they don't feel like that pressure to follow a certain path so so you're telling me if your kid goes i want to be a singer uh no not like not in the entertainment field i feel like entertainment field is like except for if it's something that you're doing yourself no no no. i mean okay no no no. this i don't consider this what did you just do (laughs) i dropped my phone like when I say entertainment field, I mean like the classic ones, like going into like the music industry or Acting. being an actor and all those things. Because mm. there's a lot of exploitation that goes on in those fields. And True. I feel like unless they're doing it on YouTube or something where they're independent, maybe sure, whatever, you know, do what you love. But. Yeah. Okay. I actually have a point on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you just sparked something in my brain. You know how in the past there are all of those child stars that like. Now that they're adults, mm-hmm. they have all these problems and like yeah. they've been exploited, forced to grow up way mm-hmm. w- like way before they were meant to. Mm-hmm. The same, I feel like the same thing is going to happen to these kids, like the children of uh, influencers and people that are exploiting their kids for TikTok, YouTube, mm-hmm. Instagram, whatever. Because 
you know, there are some people who censor their kids and they don't show them. Like, yeah. they'll talk about being a parent and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but they don't show their kids, which is, like, to each their own. Like, yeah. I'm not here to shame anyone for making the decision to show their children online, mm-hmm. but it's sort of like the same concept, just on a different scale. Don't you think? Um, yeah, but, like, that's if the kids end up becoming a big part of that channel, which has happened. Do you know that one girl on TikTok with the twin girls and and she showed mm-hmm. them for like the first year or mm-hmm. two of their life and then now stopped showing them and people were like flipping out about that? Yeah. But okay, the difference there though is that the reason a lot of those kids from like the TV shows had uh ended up um with so many issues when they got older is because of the environment that they were in. And the people that surrounded them and the things that they were being told to do. So, like, those kids were around a lot of people who introduced them to, like, drugs and and introduced them to, um, um, what do you call it again? You know, just other things that aren't really and that's p- uh, positive for them. Yeah, no, and that's fine, right? Those are strangers mm-hmm. that are, are strangers or their peers or yeah. whoever, right? Like, their managers may be these other people that aren't their parents, but... Yeah those that are in social media, mm-hmm. their managers are the parents, technically speaking. Yeah. There are some videos where parents will show like the behind the scenes mm-hmm. where it'll be like a prank video. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, they'll tell their kid like, okay, act sad now, I'm about to record you. Mm-hmm. And so now these kids are learning how to act or learning how to put on a, a show whenever the cameras are around. Yeah. That could eventually trigger like personality disorders. You never know what it could oh, lead yeah. to, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can so, definitely see that. Like it may not be drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. and whatever but it's just like different impacts in a different way by your own mm-hmm. it be your own people sometimes because yeah. it's their parents right but then when they become big enough then that's when the parents will need a manager mm-hmm. and they'll have to start putting out this type of content like kids shouldn't be working and kids shouldn't like they shouldn't have to be expected to earn an income for the family. like you're a child that's not your job yeah actually that, that makes a lot of sense because i was thinking of the john and kate plus eight situation there you go. Where like, but then again, that was also a TV show. So that's a little bit different from a YouTube channel. Yeah. Because they're being forced to do certain things that they didn't want to do. But then yeah, again, yeah the, I guess the in YouTube is the same thing. But the parents are the ones who are exactly pushing it which is even worse. Yeah. Because you're more like kids are more likely to listen to their yeah. parents than a producer. Um, have you heard of the? Have you watched the movie The Blind Side? Yeah. Did you hear about the controversy? controversy oh yeah, I heard about that? that. Yeah. How um they didn't really adopt him. They put him under conservatorship. Yeah. Basically, like what Britney Spears was under. Exactly. He didn't make any money from that movie. And now he's like just now finding out about all of that. Yeah. Which was he crazy. just finding out about it? Yeah. Which is why it's all coming up now because he's he's basically oh, suing them now. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then people were kind of going against Sandra Bullock, and I'm like, mm-hmm. bruh, she's just an actress. That's like, I'm sure she didn't know either. Like. Mm-hmm she was just recreating the story or like it's replaying the story yeah know. and and like people are saying like how first off it's very racist what was going on because not only did the parents make money off of it mm-hmm. but they put their kids into the deal Crazy. Ha- yeah Crazy. and they're like why would they include their kids but not even give them anything for this he's literally the 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 motivating factor behind all of this but he knew that the movie came out like he was there at the premiere like was he there at the premiere? Yeah, he, there's a whole movie about his life. You don't, you don't yeah, think he's going to know? I think he didn't know about like the contracts of how much they were making money out of it and all that oh, like stuff. Like if they were right? making money or not? Yeah. I'm sorry, but if someone was making a movie about me, mm-hmm. you better cut me a check. You yeah. can't make a movie about my life and then I can't profit off of that? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. And then remember how people got on Colin Kaepernick? 
because he came out with like a, I think it was a documentary or a TV show on Netflix. Yeah, it yeah. was a TV show. I, I or like a series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where it followed him like as a kid, the person acting as him, and people were getting at him because he he showed like the good sides of how they helped him, but also how there's like that um those microaggressions mm. and like l- little hints of racism yeah uh coming from his adopted parents mm-hmm. and people were calling out and being like oh why would you show that against your parents and stuff and he's like yeah i'm just showing the reality of the situation right right it's not all uh sunshine and rainbows when it comes to especially a, a, a relationship like that where you're dealing mm-hmm. with a black kid and a white family right like there are certain things you're gonna deal with and that are gonna come up in that relationship uh, and I think this one's kind of showing you the extreme of that, this whole blindside situation. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah, like this was clearly they were exploiting him for his skills. A hundred percent. They, they like, <laughs> what? This could be such a big topic, but I was, I was reading some comments where they're talking about like the whole white savior mm-hmm. concept and how like they, they basically helped this kid who lived in like a low income neighborhood yeah. and then they basically helped him become a really big nfl player mm-hmm. like all this kind of stuff and i was just like yeah and they're both in the nfl too that's also like didn't realize that, that how close that was it's messy mm-hmm. you know what let's pray for the people in Kelowna, bc and maui and hawaii. maui and uh there's a hurricane coming i think you said hurricane hillary yeah hurricane hillary where is it gonna hit southern california yeah in southern california so you know pray for the people there hopefully everybody gets out safe Mm-hmm. and they don't lose literally everything they've built in their whole lives which well, seems to be the case maui's like pretty like yeah burnt up actually speaking of maui um there's so like there's a whole conspiracy popping up nowadays it's almost like nothing can happen without a conspiracy being surrounded by it true but there's a whole conspiracy where like they were saying that uh this specific area that caught on fire yeah like a lot of rich people were recently like oprah and like jeff bezos were recently buying a lot of property in that area and then like suddenly there's a fire where all of it is burnt down and then they're like there are these contracts coming out from like fema to ask the people who live there to sign and they're like don't sign these because that's basically you uh signing away the rights to the land because a lot of the reasons um that this is coming up is because that area is so sought after Mm. like clearly if those people are buying it like it's it's very ex- expensive land mm-hmm. uh, but there are a lot of people who uh, generation generationally like have ownership or rights to this land and they're not giving it up like no matter who comes to them no matter how much money they put in their face they're saying no we're gonna stay here we're gonna keep it within our family but because of all this everything being burnt down now that land has all they've lost all their stuff mm-hmm. they still own the land mm-hmm. but it's gonna cost them money to rebuild revive and revive it yeah uh so these uh developers are coming in trying to take advantage of the situation and be like hey you know instead of you coming out of pocket for all this we'll just give you some money for it and you can just you know you can walk away a little bit richer here yeah but the people are telling them don't do this and like there's a whole conspiracy where it's not being covered by the news as much because of this because of how um sought after that land is by rich people so there's, it seems like every time something comes out, there's a conspiracy that surrounds it. Yeah, that's. If that's the case, that's pretty messed up, and it almost makes you wonder, like, hmm, mm-hmm. who started that fire? Yeah, but they did come out recently showing like what started it. It was basically a power line. Oh, there was an arc. There's an arc. Um, shoot, there's an arc basically, like a electrical 
a tree hit the line yeah and there was an arc that caused that tree to come on fire and then it burned like, down the whole city yeah damn but is and then it came out that like people were warning about this happening for years oh. and tell them and telling that electric company like hey guys this is an issue we should probably right. pay attention to it right but i guess that company saw and had no incentive to do it because it would come out of pocket for them yeah and this is what it led to that's so, really sad yeah and, the, and that company who owns that area is like or the electric company there, like their stock like tanked after yeah. that um but yeah and in same thing with uh wolves happening in Yellowknife and Kelowna, mm-hmm. like the northern part of BC and that area. Um they people were coming out with conspiracies there too, being like, Why isn't this covered as much? Like, oh, maybe the land over there is also very sought after or something like so every time something like this comes up, now it's like conspiracy ridden. And really we should just be like trying to support the people there. I know. And um see what we can do to help them out so they don't lose their land. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like the I think I think um, the reason why we even brought up global warming is because I feel like the rest of the world is now starting to feel the impacts of mm-hmm. it, and so it's becoming more and more of a um, talked about topic. Mm-hmm. Where like even in Toronto, I think we had like two weeks of summer. Yeah, it rained the entire summer. Mm-hmm. It was like hot for like two weeks max. Yeah, and then you know September is right around the corner, and then the weather is gonna drop again. Yeah. And who knows? We might just have a brutal winter. I really hope not, but we'll see. Maybe the winter will be warmer, hopefully. <laughs> like, jokingly, yeah. that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. But that's also kind of scary because... Yeah. It's also not good for the climate in general for ex- that to be happening. Exactly, exactly. I know we kind of covered and went on a lot of tangents there, guys. But thank you again for listening to another podcast from us. Yeah. Uh, remember to follow us, subscribe to the channel, do all that stuff. Guys, we're at like 52 5,200-ish subscribers, yeah, roughly. So it's now August. We're going to set a goal for ourselves. Ooh, okay. 10K by the end of the year. 10K? Let's do it. Yeah, we got to like step it in gear though if we're going to get 10K. We're going to get vlogs out. Yeah, vlog coming soon. I know we said that last time, but like actually it's done. Okay, it's done now. (gasps) It's done? Yeah. I want to watch it. Okay, we'll watch it after. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, vlog coming soon. We're also almost at 10K followers on both Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Y'all showing out over there. Yeah. I think you guys are really liking the clips. Let yeah, us I'm know. Trying, I'm trying to, you know, add more variety to the clips or like make them more um, eye-catching. Eye-catching, exactly. Mm-hmm. As you noticed in the last couple. So yeah, hopefully I'll be able to continue that. Continue that. <laughs> killing it with the editing, guys. Show him some love in the mm-hmm. comments. Yeah. Some of you do, which we appreciate the kind words. But like, you know, mm-hmm. you got to show out for our boy here. Exactly. I'm trying here, guys. Okay. <laughs> We're taking it to the next level. That's what we want to see. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what to do. Follow, subscribe, like this video, and we'll be bringing back more. Inshallah. Inshallah. Bye. Oh, you said it. I know. Sorry. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>